It's happy hour again from Uptown New Orleans. Hello, I'm Grant Morris. Happy hour is part of the family of shows on the podcast network. It's NewOrleans.com. When you walk into a bar in New Orleans and you pull up a bar stool, you never know who's going to be sitting on either side of you. What you do know is no matter what they look like, what they're wearing, whether they just got out of a limousine or just got out of jail, they're going to be happy to talk to you because that's New Orleans and this is happy hour, a cocktail fueled 60 minutes of random conversation with folks who have nothing in common. Other than we're all New Orleans in a bar today, we're at the fabulous Wayfair on Ferret Street where they have half-priced drinks every day for three hours from three to six and they call it happy hour. As well, they have half-priced starters and bar food. Come on down here to Wayfair anytime you want from three to six and they have also a fabulous brunch on the weekends or stick around here for the next 60 minutes and join us where we have a scintillating hour of conversation coming up which we call, strangely enough, happy hour as well. Emily East is here. Hello, Emily. Hello, how And are you? East is spelled I-S-T-R-E. It is. So it's pronounced East because it's French. Cajun. Cajun French. Cajun French. And you're from Crowley, Louisiana, originally. I sure am. But you live here in New Orleans. I do. And sitting next to you is a gentleman called Rathbone. Yes, that is correct. And that's, yeah. that's is that your real name? It's, it's an part old, of your it's real an name. Old it's a family, family name. name. Yeah. yeah. What sort of family was that? What sort of family? Yeah. Uh, you mean, it's just my family. I don't know. Like a great uncle, maybe? Well, something like, like what that. sort of was Rathbone? It's not French. It's English. No. No, it's not. It is English. It is English. But it was, it was, uh, it was actually, if you care, if you guys care to know, it was my great uncle's first name. His name was Rathbone de Bois. But he was French as well. That sounds very French. Yes. Doesn't it? Yes. Was it pronounced Rathbone or some other way? Like, I, th- I mean, Ra- Rathbone is pretty straightforward, right? I, mean, I wonder if it was the, pronounced like Jamaican style, that? you know? <laughs> can you give I me I don't a know, j- but it sound, doesn't it sound sort of a Jamaican-y kind of name? Does it? Am I the only one that doesn't think so? <laughs> well, no, I don't know. Tommy Hain is here as well. Tommy, do you think that's a uh, Jamaican's possibly name, Rathbone? I know it sounds like a Jamaican I think it's a music name. You said, yeah, music. There you it's go. a musical name. Yeah. 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 We don't have to dissect okay. it too much, but you did say English first. That was your first So we're going to stick with that. Yeah, just Okay. And now Tommy's, Tommy's <laughs> name is Tommy Hain, but at work they call him Ashton. Well, my pagan first name is Ulysses, or you for short. Your, fir- your pagan first name is Ulysses. So, Uta. What does that mean? Uh, I don't know. My initials are Uta, small U, big T-A-H. But we don't want to get Utah, like the state. Kind of. Is it, small is U. Your, that's your real name? They're a big U and a small T-A-H. I am a big T-A-H, a small U. Are you guys following this, Emily? Barely. I, start, I checked Rath out Martin, a few right? minutes ago. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, so your name is Utah. 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 Well, what language is that? The U is silent. American. <laughs> is that right? Do you have all <laughs> your novels? As I said, Ulysses is my self-given pagan first name. Uh, you've adopted the word Ulysses. Uh, I used to, in fact, live between Thane, Wyoming, and Ashton, Idaho. So I used to live between th- my name. but So is uh, Ashton your real name? That is uh, my grandfather's brother was... Uh, well, he retired a three-star general, okay. but um, he was uh, like to like happy hour, should we say? He liked to have a drink. Yes. And he was who was he again? Your grandfather's. My great uncle, my grandfather's brother. Your grandfather's brother's your great uncle. Did you know that, Emily? I did. Rathbone, That's did you know that? Confused right now. So, so your grandfather, grand- was yeah. it your grandfather was called Rathbone, 
And no, actually, it was my great uncle, I think, or great uncle. And it's your great uncle so as we well. Both have, yeah, they probably had a drink together at one point. The, I wonder if they knew each other, the great uncles. Yeah, they yeah they knew each other. I, do you know your great uncle, Emily? <laughs> I do. I, I never have knew one. Unfortunately. What's that? What's the unfortunate part? I have his nose. You have your great uncle's nose. <laughs> and it's what's all the pretty women in my family, and I took after him. You don't think you're pretty? I wear a lot of makeup. <laughs> Yeah, well, does your great uncle wear makeup? No, <laughs> he might. He might. He, maybe if I contoured yeah. his nose, it might help a little. I will Where trade noses. <laughs> so, well, your nose is fine too. You got a thing about your nose as well? No. Okay. Do you look in the mirror, Emily, and think, "I wish I had someone else's nose"? Why well, you could get someone else's? I nose. am. I'm definitely. Are you going to get surgery? Well, I, I can't breathe out of the right side of it, so that's why. So that's useless. Yeah. The right side of your nose is totally useless. How's the left side? It, it's functional for the most part. Why until can't you I get breathe slow. out of the right side? Too much cocaine in Las Vegas? Oh, yeah. No, That's unfortunately. What did it? You lived in Las Vegas. I though. did live in Las Vegas. And how much coke do they do there these days? Probably a lot, but I had five jobs at a time when I was there. So five? I didn't, yeah, I was so. working constantly. I didn't wow. live the typical Vegas I, I would introduce life. you to Mark Lynham as well. <laughs> Mark yeah. Lynham is Rathbone's bass player. I'm sorry, Mark, I should have no, mentioned no that earlier. Really. Everybody forgets yeah. the bass player. Yeah. We're talking to the mic at least. Uh, okay. yeah. As I said, I'm used to it not that bit. No, not the bit where the actual... He got it. I got it. Sorry, I'm not, I'm not a, a singer. I hope, <laughs> obviously. I hope we got a photo of that. That was good. <laughs> no, ma'am. What did you think that bit of the microphone did then? You thought that was the operative part where the wire goes in? I have no How idea. How long have you been a musician? I've been a musician since, uh, since about nine or ten years old. And how old are you now? 27. So that's like 18, 23, about 14, no, 48 years. Mm. 48. 48. 48. Yes, <laughs> yes. Four, right? You're a mathematician. Yeah, Can that's a long time. So you've been a math, a music, a <laughs> wow. You've been a musician since you were nine. Yes. What did you start off playing? Clarinet. That's ambitious for nine, isn't it? Um, yeah. Uh, it was the first thing that worked for me. You were just drawn to the clarinet? That's um, no, I actually wanted to play the flute. Why didn't you? Because I couldn't do it. Did you try? I didn't. That's hard, isn't it? Quite. You got I can play it now, but right. when I was nine years old, it was a little hard. You just blow across the hole and move your fingers up and down. I didn't doesn't understand that. that at the time. It doesn't look that difficult it, when I do it, it on It TV. looks easier than it's done. Yeah, <laughs> it does. I'm sure it's not easy. So the clarinet was easy. Though, that doesn't look too easy, is it? No, sir. No, sir. That's more like it. You're the second <laughs> person. You're the second person who's called me sir in two weeks now. I blame, uh, blame my mother for that. Yep. Where, where did you grow up playing the clarinet? Here in New Orleans? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. All right. What school did you go to? Holy Cross School. Okay. But, yeah, in the Lower Ninth Ward, so now in the, Gentilly. Were you in the band and all that, playing the clarinet? Yes, absolutely. I was a uh, clarinet, saxophone, and oboe player for, uh, for Holy Cross's band. So from they have an oboe in the band? Yes, yeah. In like wind ensemble, the classical well, side of by it. By band, are we talking about the same thing? You're walking down the street? Not marching. No, not marching band. Not marching band. Yeah, I played in both. I played saxophone in the marching band. But but what sort of band do you play that? The oboe and was like it? a concert band or you know symphonic symphonic right? band symphonic or band. yeah I mean I yeah. played an orchestra at Loyola on that on that instrument no that's huge for the orchestra but so you went to school to do as a music student. yeah music education from Loyola University 
And now you're a bass player in Rathbone's band. Yep. So, Rathbone, you're doing some pretty cool stuff now. You think so? Yes. Oh, all right. I'm impressed with it. Thank you. So, we saw you last time. When, well, you've been on the show twice before with yes. So Long Storyland. That's correct. So, is it So Long to So Long Storyland? Or um, I wouldn't say that. I think... Um, still going? Yeah. Um, I've been collaborating with a bunch of different artists, and um, I think now I've uh, kind of branched out and, you know, starting my, my solo project. So, this is kind of... I have a lot of... I basically have a lot of ideas that I couldn't bring to Storyland or to right. other people that only I felt like only I could pull off. So um, I started collaborating with Mark, and then I met Claire, who's in. Um, Claire doesn't want to talk to us. Yeah, Claire. I think she's a. I, th I think she's scared of you. Okay. No, which is fine because <laughs> no, that's I'm fine. <laughs> she doesn't have to talk. <laughs> she's nervous. No, she's an some, artist. Some people like to sing and not talk. I must say that's yeah. pretty common among musicians. Yeah. A lot yeah. of people do not like talking. Sure. Introverted, you know, right. I, I, I get the whole bit. Yeah. But um, Are you still teaching? No. So this no. is like, you're just writing? Full time, yeah. Cool. I produce, I, you know, I produce as well uh, for other people. And um, uh, whether it's film or it's, uh, it's music, uh, songs and, you know, various things, whatever. Well, I like this Freelancer, I like Some to say. Some of this new stuff sounds like, uh, <clears throat> sort of sounds like the dark side of... The moon? Of... <laughs> ducks are the, some of the ducks are the Beach Boys. Okay. I'll, hey, I'll take it. Do, do you think, Mark? Is that yeah, a good yeah, fair that, description? That's, that's a very fair description. I really like it a yeah. lot. It sounds really cool. Well, I appreciate that. I I, um, I think you're probably referring to the, the last song I released, which kind of did have a, a Beach Boys kind of style. What's vocal. that called? Uh, Springtime Carousel was the yeah, uh, latest right. single that I released. But I think I'm at the point where I'm just, you know, uh, release, just going to start releasing a bunch right. of music, you know, every month, just content, content, you know. I heard three new songs on Bandcamp. Was that? Oh, you did? Are? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. So I'm basically one of them on was band Beach Boysy and yeah. the other. One of them was they kind of they all got great harmonies actually in them. Yeah. And your voice is great. Oh well, thank you. You're really thank you. I've been working on it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. It's a whole new sound. It's quite different from So Long Story Land. It is. Uh, yeah. I mean that in that project I was more uh, producing and writing uh, for another singer and right. and um, also uh, you know certain things work and certain things don't work like I was saying before right. and uh, but I thought that was a special project as well and. Um, you know, I intend to return to it and and, and so your partner in that. Have you guys heard this band? Emily, have you heard this band so long? So long? Tommy, have you heard these? Uh, um, it's peak. I love the Beach Boys. We're way yeah, okay. underground. Well, way underground. Way underground. It's Rathbone like and a young <laughs> and a young woman who was like 13 when we started out. That is right. Yeah, young a young singer named Sophia. Sophia. Yeah. Yeah. It's very cool. So uh, so you want to hear the new stuff, Tommy? Sure. Emily, what do you think? I'd love to. Okay, sure. We'll make you play we? something. Okay, yeah. Yeah, what do definitely. you think, you guys? We'd love to. What do you, what do you want to play? Uh, we'll play a song that um, we actually, I, I, I would say we all wrote. We kind of all co wrote. Um, okay. So, uh, Emily, pull up a chair. I'll get over Claire here to, to. I mean, no, Emily. No, you're not singing, are you? I mean, Claire. No, I'm retired from singing. <laughs> did you sing, Emily? We'll I did. Did you? Oh, let's get on to that in a minute. Okay, here we go. All right. Uh, yeah, we got a, little, a few things here. Uh, Mark, you ready? Okay. This one's called Touch, I think. I think is the working title. Touch. Yeah. All right.
six months No answer The moment you believe And I Oh, oh, I I'll never get to say it It's got to end somehow or other, yeah. <laughs> what did you think, you guys, Emily? It's kind of like a Civil Wars, Howie Day kind of mashup. Yeah, with the harmonies. Yeah, sure. Right. Right. Thank what do you think, Thank Tommy? You. What you were expecting? Uh, I you wasn't sure what to expect. Something. It was nice. Yeah, very nice. Thanks, what do you guys. think, Claire? Oh, I think we sounded great. Okay. <laughs> right. <laughs> Not to toot our own Claire, how horn. did you get involved in all this? Um, I met Rathbone... Um, through another project I was doing called People Museum. We had some people come in and just play with us for a little while while we were working stuff out. And um, so Rathbone came in and played, and then we spent another year writing music. So um, we didn't end up using Rathbone, but, uh, but we intended to in another form. Who did you replace him with? Um, we, it wasn't a replacement. It was just we brought somebody in to just learn our tunes and then play them. 
Right. Uh, yeah. So that's ba- that outfit's called People Museum. Yeah. And is that in operation somewhere? It's in operation. We're on a break because um, the person that I write music with in that band is on tour right now. With Solange. With also. Solange. Oh, if you're okay. not gonna, no big deal. Yeah. yeah, no yeah. Big deal. He's Jeremy kind of Phipps, hot a, stuff now. No, he's, he's, he's a great musician. That's yeah. Phipps? Jeremy Phipps is his name, and uh, is that not I, that's, oh, Jeremy that's the common he's our person of interest. He's a trombone player. Yeah, he yeah, is. Yeah. Oh, we love him. Yeah, yeah. he's amazing. He's great. He yeah, is great. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's been on. He's been on Happy Hour a few times actually. Okay. Oh, awesome. And then he had another band. What was that band called? Of his? Um, he Saint Bell. Yes. Yeah. Saint yeah. Bell. That was his solo, right? Yeah. His solo. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah, he is great. And if, you should guys should check out they uh, they released a single not too long ago, People Museum uh, on SoundCloud. It's really really good. Okay. Yeah, so thank that's, you. Um, that's you and Jeremy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Okay. What I'm was cool. the, what was the name of the song? Um, you know what? <laughs> I can't remember <laughs> well, we what can it's look called it at the moment. <laughs> Did you so write it? Yeah, me and Jeremy write all the music together. Right, but you can't remember it. You remember how um, it goes? Even? It's like don't. Uh, uh, they all melt together. I'm yeah, it's, it's I know. just it's been just so long <laughs> since we released it. <laughs> right, that's all right. And then we're we're also in the you process think, of recording, yeah, so all the songs are. Do you think John Lennon so and Paul McCartney ago. forgot the name? Oh, of the song? oh sure, yeah. Sure, uh, were sure. they doing all the drugs? I mean, come on. <laughs> Is that your excuse? <laughs> too well, d- no, don't tell my no. That's no. Not, no, you're not doing any it's drugs. Other, other reasons, no drugs. So today. what's the reason you forgot the name of the song if it's so great? Oh, so what else songs did you? Ago? Because you know names are Same just reason. names are nothing, right? Well, it'd be good for us to go find it. Yeah, so oh, if you yeah, wanted yeah. to sell it'll, it, it'll come to me. Here's the thing, though: if you go to SoundCloud and look up People Museum, yeah, how yeah, many can there be? By the way, People Museum is not here. We're we're here to talk about other. Uh, we're spending oh, way yeah. too much now. I'm just <laughs> good point. Get off of People Museum. No, I'm kidding. That's, no, they really are great. That is not them, but oh, it's somebody calling. That's just my ringtone, but I'm not answering. Hey, I was looking up Bob Marley. Isn't that Bob Marley? Yeah, that was Bob yeah. Marley's lively up yourself. Yeah, yeah, I was looking him up the other day. Interesting life. You just felt like Googling Bob Marley? I forget what it was. Maybe it was something on social media that I saw a picture of, and I was like, hmm, interesting. I wonder who Never that guy a bad is. idea. Yeah. Are you a reggae fan, Tommy? I love Bob Marley. Yeah, who doesn't? He was amazing. Yeah, he was. He smoked a lot of weed. You don't smoke any weed at all. And right, right now it's 4:20, guys. I don't want to. Ah, perfect. Just saying. Don't I panic. just saw it's that. Synchronicity. Don't mm-hmm. panic. Are you? What sort of drugs are they doing out there in Las Vegas? That's what we got up to. The cocaine. Oh, yeah, your nose not. Grant's working. all about that. I'm not yeah. exactly the authority. So why is why does half of your nose not work? I have a broken nose. Broken. Yeah. How'd you break it? Dancing. Are you falling. serious? Yeah. Dancing is dangerous. It is very dangerous. So you're a dancer. Yes, I am. You went to Las Vegas. You moved to Las Vegas to be a dancer. You've been dancing your whole life as well. Since I was three. Yeah. Three? Yeah. Trained ballet, tap jazz, all of that stuff. How did you start off at three? Um, I guess I was annoying my parents and they needed something for me to do. <laughs> so they put me in dance wow. class. And that was in Crowley? Crowley, Louisiana. But I was super lucky to have an amazing dance teacher, Brenda Kaur, who was way ahead of anything happening in our small little community and she's a very creative genius and you know That's just cool. she's still lot. there she is we just celebrated actually the 30th uh, year of the studio this past um, recital and we kind of showed up some alumni we showed up with flowers to surprise her and wow so she's just one of these strange people who ends up in a small town mm-hmm. she's from a small town and then married someone from Crowley and you know she just Luckily, lended right. her gift to our little community. That is pretty cool. Yeah. So you went you went from there to where? 
Um, I went to Crowley, from Crowley to Lafayette to go to UL for a little while, and then I was like, I gotta get out of Lafayette. Like, I gotta just Did you see. graduate from UL or no, not? No, I dropped really? out. I dropped out. Because <laughs> I was like, I need to just go see what I'm made of and if I can make it anywhere else. Because it was too easy. You know, you get kind of too big of a safety net in, in a small town. And I love Lafayette with my whole heart. I always will, but I needed to go see what I could do. So I left and I went to Las Vegas. I didn't know anybody and just kind of started my whole you life. You didn't know anybody in Las Vegas. You just decided to go to Las Vegas. I was actually, I put a map out on my bed. My I bed, you and for I was, that. That's awesome. That's I was pretty brave. Aiming That's for great. San Francisco, Los Angeles, or San Diego, but my finger landed in Nevada. So I was like, your finger. Vegas? Yeah, I spun well, around and I put a map on my bed. Yeah, actually, an actual if, map. Yeah, what mm-hmm. if it had ended up in like Russia? Would you have done it or no, still? Okay, not. it's just a coincidence. Good, I've had my experience. I danced yeah. with the Moscow Ballet for a little while. Wow. I'm done being what? beaten by my Russian. I don't think I've ever heard that <laughs> sentence of you guys. I danced <laughs> with the Moscow no, I've never Ballet. Heard when I was in high school, they they toured the United States with the Nutcracker, and you can you have a, we had an opportunity wow. to audition. So and you must be pretty damn good then. I'm not too yeah, I, would, I would think so. You must be. I noticed you got a bass clef uh, tattoo on your yeah. right arm. You, are, you, are you a musician as well? I, I used to. I had a little band in Vegas. Okay. Some cool. friends of mine. I used to sing and stuff. But wow. What was the name of that band? Nobody Special. Nobody Special. Yeah. Can we Google I, that one? I didn't, no, I didn't want to get people's hopes up whenever they saw it on the marquee. <laughs> so I was like, let's just let's Is just that being erased from history now or can we still find probably. it? Probably. I mean, there might be some like YouTube or Facebook videos up. It so was you just were like a singer? Used to be. What sort of music would it be? Um, the stuff I wrote was more like blues driven, but I don't have a bluesy voice, which was like very frustrating for me because, <laughs> <laughs> like, I just want Susan Tedeschi's voice. That's all Oops. I want, you know? Right. Well, I break all the equipment. No, Thank that's you. okay. We have more. Um, so, yeah. I but did you go to Vegas to be a dancer or a singer? Or a dancer. Just um, but the thing is, is, on, that is it? I broke it. No, I think it'll work. There you go. You ended up to be a dancer, but you ended up singing. Well, the thing is, is that like both my parents are musicians, and I grew up in a very musical family. But I don't accordion like singing. Accordion player? Is one of them an accordion player? No, unfortunately. They're actual musicians. My dad's a guitarist, and my mom's a pianist. Really? Yeah. Usually in the, in Lafayette, when when people say I'm a musician, it means they play the accordion. Or the fiddle. Yeah. Well, the fiddle. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. But, but neither in your case. No, neither piano. in my case. But um, whenever I'd go to auditions, they'd say, do you sing? And I'm like, will it get me the job? Because, <laughs> you know, and if I sang, then I was more likely to be hired. And that's, that was the case. I didn't like singing. I don't like singing in front of people. It's exactly. not something fun for me. Should let's we, do a song. I was going to say, let's <laughs> talk you into it. Yeah. <laughs> you can yeah. play the blues, right? No. <laughs> what? Put on no, the spot like that. That no, is not, not cool. Come not on. But we could make you dance. But that would could. be cool. Yeah, five, six, seven, seven eight. eight. Come on, guys. Yeah, I got that five, six, seven, eight right there. So, <laughs> so that's on your tattooed as well on your hand? Yeah. You've got dancing and Let's music. Let's have a look. You've got well, five, six, seven, eight tattooed on your wrist. How yeah. drunk were you when you did that? <laughs> I wasn't actually. I got this really? with a couple of girls I used to dance with in Vegas before I left. It was like we all have it now. It's our little like. Everyone's got the five, six, seven, eight mm-hmm. tattoo. Mm-hmm. That's cool. How many of you are there? On there the was three of us that did it together. Three girls, okay. Mm-hmm. You all went together? Mm-hmm. Sober to get the Sober. five, six, seven, eight. Yeah, I never really thought any of my tattoos through when I was like in my 20s. I was just right. like, yeah, I'll, I'll go get a tattoo. I don't care. Whatever. <laughs> so what have you got? You got that one and where you got the bass class somewhere on yeah, there? Yeah. Oh, you got a few. What's oh, you got, on? Tr- tr- oh, you got tons of them. Yeah. Let's have a look at this <laughs> one. 
That's a base clef on you. That must have hurt like hell on your wrist. I don't remember. I don't. I don't think it. Let's bothered take you me back. Let's bad. hypnotize you. Okay. Well, take you back to. You're guys. feeling sleepy. <laughs> okay. So you don't remember getting that done. I can't believe that. I remember getting it even. done. I just don't remember it bothering me because that was well, my kind first of hurt. one. Really? And I was. That, like, I thought that was the most painful place on the on your wrist. I'm a woman. The, I have a very high, high tolerance for pain. Really? Women well, we'll are find much a, tougher for We'll me. see about that in the next few minutes. What does this say? It says, envy is ignorance, imitation is suicide. It's oh, my God. From Emerson's what, suicide tattooed on your... <laughs> it's, I know. I thought about that later. But it's from Emerson's <laughs> essay on self-reliance. And that was just something that I kind of held close to my heart when I lived in Vegas because it is such a superficial place. Right. So that was just kind of... I don't know why I needed to put it on my arm to remind me that. But <laughs> Does it remind you? Do you ever look at it? Yeah, I mean, I forget. Sometimes I'll be, like, at the country club, and these ladies are, like, looking at me like, hmm, she's got tattoos. I'm like, oh, I forgot about those. So you're hanging out at the country club. That's interesting. What well, does it say again? Envy is ignorance. Envy is ignorance. Imitation is suicide. Hmm. Wow. Are those, are those true, Grant Morris? I so thought imitation, imitation is flattery. That's what I was that's just going to say. It's the sincerest form of flattery. Is that... Is that what it says, Tommy? Is that I believe so. Maybe in different contexts. It's a, it's, a, it's a morose way to say to thine own self be true, I guess. Yeah. Well, that's true. Yeah. <laughs> well, how did you even read Emerson's essay on self-reliance? I've never even heard of it. I was a popular kid, and so I just... So you spent a lot of time... Alone, listening to music. That's because of your great-uncle's nose, right? <laughs> yes, exactly. Otherwise, you would have been the I hottest like girl. I looked like Blossom when I was little. Blossom? Mm-hmm. What's that? Oh, you're... Never mind. This is like only 90s kids <laughs> yeah, would know. Yeah, no, I know. What is yeah. it? She's now on like the sitcom. Big Bang Theory. Oh, she is. Yeah, she's like uh, wow. Sheldon's girlfriend on the Big Bang Theory. Really? So when did that. you discover you're actually attractive? Was it later in life somewhere? I just I don't know. I, I learned how to do makeup. That's the key. The yeah. whole thing yeah, that would really save is. us all. Yeah. So if I learned to do makeup, it would be yeah, a whole new world for me as well. You'd clean up There's nice. Hope for us. Okay, tell me what do you think? Are you up for it? <laughs> makeup lesson? How did you learn how to do that? Pedicure. YouTube. No, I, I just my dad's an artist, and that's like my art is makeup. He's a visual artist. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he does all kinds of um, watercolor, pen and ink. And that gives you some sort of gene that lets you do makeup on your face if your dad's yeah. an artist. He's. I, I have a gene. I'm artistic to a right. degree. <laughs> I don't have the need well, to paint, but I just paint people's faces. You can do other people's makeup yeah, as well. Yeah, I actually Let's do. do it. All right. Right now. Come on. Have you got it here? I don't. Oh. I didn't know that. I didn't. I didn't prepare prepared. for the. So you do? Are you a makeup place. artist as well as a dancer? Yes. Okay. And I do makeup at Style House. At Style House, but mm-hmm. the good thing about your nose is it's given you the ability to play the part of Cleopatra a couple of times. Yes, it has. So that can't be bad because doesn't Angelina Jolie, Angelina Jolie play Cleopatra as well sometimes? Mm, didn't Elizabeth? And Taylor? Elizabeth Taylor play yeah. Cleopatra? Yeah. So you're in pretty good company. I am. Yeah, that was Wait, you, you played Cleopatra? I was Cleopatra for Caesar's Palace. Oh, cool. Yeah, in All Las right. Vegas. And I got to go on to the Oprah show with Celine wow. Dion as Cleopatra. Oh I got goodness. And the costume I wore was a Bob Mackie costume okay. that he designed for Caesar's Palace. So, you know, I got to meet Oprah. Oh my Bob God. Mackie. So that was that was pretty cool. That's like the <laughs> highlight of maybe your Vegas uh, um, excursion? One or? of them. How long were you there for? Uh, five and a half years. Wow. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's a long yeah. time. I mean, that's uh, meeting Oprah. That's tough to beat. And I, when I met Oprah, I hugged her and I said, "Well, I'm officially my mother's favorite child. So uh. Thank you for that." <laughs> <laughs> that's a pretty good line too. Yeah. So, how was that? What were you doing? You on her show? Yeah. Well, we were giving with away. Celine with Celine Dion. Celine was um, announcing her new show at Caesars at the Coliseum. 
And so we went with her, uh, me and the, the guys that were the centurions and, and Caesar, and uh, we gave away a vacation and a trip to this Oh, couple. I see. So you were like the embodiment of Caesar's Palace. Yeah. You were Cleopatra from Caesar's Palace. That's me. Oh, Did Celine Dion have like a residency there? Or? Yes. Okay, she that's she had two different shows. One, The first one was um, designed by David LaChapelle. Oh, okay. And then the second one, I think, was more Cirque. I'm not sure. I don't think it was Cirque, but it was kind of had more of that. Well, she sort okay. of invented this whole residency in Las Vegas, didn't she? She started this. Uh, no, Frank Sinatra. Sinatra, yeah. At Caesars. Well, okay. Come on. But the modern day one. I mean, modern day. Uh, Vegas was just a place where people. I think Britney like Spears invented it. <laughs> <Did she>? Vegas <laughs> was a relatively sort of a wasteland. new to the residency. <laughs> yeah. I thought they built that giant theater for Celine Dion, and that began this whole the sort Palace of new of era. Whatever it was, I have no idea I'm what it was. Not sure. Maybe. It was some forty million dollar theater they yeah. built especially yeah. for her and. And then, well, whenever she was there, it was her, Elton John, and Cher. They all did. They right. had So whenever but they the, were but all... She, but she had her own theater. I mean, even when Elvis was there and Frank Sinatra, they played at the Tropicana or whatever it was, oh. but they didn't have a residency. They were there for three nights or they were there for a week oh. or two weeks or whatever, but they built okay. the theater for Celine Dion specifically. Oh, all right. That's where you're coming from. That's a huge cost. That's, yeah. yeah. And millions and she's, millions of dollars. She's kind of a big deal, though. Yeah. You know? Is she as tall as you? Um... She's maybe just a little bit shorter than me. I mm-hmm. think. I don't. I don't know. She just kept. My heart will go on. My heart will go on. That's what she kept going up to all the centurions. That's a true story. And I was like, what? Actually, Claire was doing a Celine Dion impression last night. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Can you do it right now? Um, What's the song that was? Uh, <laughs> you know, you just gotta get that. Yeah. 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 That's you know. good. That's, it's, I, I you know, that it's not bad. Pretty spot on. No, <laughs> I, I knew exactly who that was. <laughs> Celine, poor Celine dear. Tommy, <laughs> poor. first of all, listen, Rich. I have to tell you about, before we go any further, I have to tell you about Hangover Destroyer. Do you know anything about Hangover Destroyer? I can glean enough from the title. It's free, first of all. Oh. You can help yourselves to pick some again. Hangover Destroyer. I'll okay. tell you about it. It's the only all-natural product that's medically proven to prevent a hangover. Wow. Medically proven. What about hangover. Party Smart? What's that? Mm. It's Uh-oh. it's well, for they don't sponsor uh, Is it the same so. thing? <laughs> have you tried Party Smart? Did it work? I have tried it, and uh, what'd you think? Well, uh, I think the basic thing is replacing the uh, B vitamins that you get a deficiency of when you drink a lot. But um, this is this. If you take this before you start drinking or while right? you're drinking, right? That's is it the, the same idea. Principle? Yeah, this is a pill, not a gel, so... Uh, okay, that would be even better. You just swig it back, a pill, and it works. This stuff is meant to work as well. It's guaranteed. I'll give it a test. Oh, I'll, I'll Emily, have take to get, one my, down get to my drunk on. And, uh, yeah. yeah, we'll have to try okay. it. Take one down to uh, I'm gonna Wednesday head out to the Wednesday Square. The square. So knock that oh, yeah. back before you... It's the last one tonight. Who's playing? I don't know, but so my friend Megan Sweet Crude, Mia oh. Borders, I believe. Oh, Mia yeah. Borders, okay. okay. So if you go to the website, Hangover Destroyer website, it's called hdestroyer.com. Cool. And you write happy hour on the coupon code, you get 30% off your first order of Hangover Destroyer, except people sitting at the table to get it for nothing. Sweet. But if you're listening to this, it's my favorite kind. Okay. Yeah. Kind of favorite kind free. Of free is great. <laughs> so that's the story. And then also, thank you to Basic Swim and Gym. You know about them? Basic Swim and Gym. No, you ever heard of that? 
That's where you can get a full range of fashion, swimsuits, workout, and yoga clothes. Anyone do yoga here? Claire, come on. You have to do yoga. I don't do yoga. What do you do? I ride my bike. YouTube. Well, don't you wear yoga clothes to ride your bike like everybody you else know, in town? Um, no. Really? <laughs> yeah. I thought if you were a woman, you had to wear yoga clothes. Oh, you know? no. It's like compulsory. No. Do you have yoga clothes? Well, you're a dancer. Of course I here. do. Do you do like yoga? Occasionally. Not like I should, but... Well... You might need to go to basics swim and gym where they have a full range of and where fashion is swimsuits and yoga clothes. It's on Magazine Street. Oh, okay. Right next to basics underneath the lingerie store, which is just Perfect. near Jefferson Avenue. Perfect for you. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Close mm, to where you, yeah. you can oh, ride your bike there. Yeah. You can ride your bike there and get some lingerie and a swimsuit and some yoga clothes. And it's right down the street, of course, from the Whole Food Company where you can go and find Tommy Hang anytime you want. I'm the backdoor man. He's so in the be back. Hard to find. Oh. Tommy's a team leader <laughs> for the receiving team. Oh. Is that correct? It's like a football player. I was. Now I'm just what lead receiver. Lead receiver. What does that mean? That I'm no longer. That they, they eliminated fi- they the position you? of team leader in receiving. So. So you uh, got a demotion. Are you getting paid less, well, or are they paying you the same? That's the only thing that matters, really. Well, the most you could make was lowered, but I wasn't quite there yet, so. Wait, you work at Whole Foods, right? Yes. yes. Okay. That, just, that's true, yes. And so what does lead receiver mean? Just for, well, just for the, the, just for just the record. everything that comes in, all the beer, all okay, the wine, so like all, all the liquor, all, all, yeah, all yeah. the Got it. party smart, everything. <laughs> I Hang over sure. the destroyer. I, <laughs> not party smart. Well, we don't. The don't party smart comes okay. to us. We the don't party get, smart but maybe we can get this. Yes, listen, you're the natural, lead receiver. So, uh, you can take this with you right now. It's all natural. <laughs> you can take it and put it on the shelf. See if anyone buys it. On <laughs> a Do you do that? You don't decide what goes on there. You just I, receive it. Correct. They my my powers are. It's like an. Uh, what was the game strategy where like the mind guy where he has like mm. different different. Like there are things he can do, but right. there are things that, yeah. that got certain he can't do. And yeah, it's limited to. Right. Is it the one uptown? The one yeah. uptown. Yeah. Right by Basics Swim and Gym and Basics. Oh yeah, Basics Swim and Gym. Basics Swim and Gym. So you, so what you're doing there in the back? You're unloading trucks. Or I'm are making you sure, doing people? all the accounting for that, uh-huh. unloading trucks and making sure. Are you sure physically unloading trucks, or are you supervising uh, other people? Today I was. Um, yesterday I was not, but I'm I'm uh, primarily making sure everything right. accounts is accounted for, and okay. when so there are issues, which are inevitably are, I am uh, the one. What are the sort of issues? It. Like stuff doesn't arrive. We get the wrong product. The other day right. they sent ten packages to us of all sorts of balls and all, and balls. five of them should have gone to Fayetteville, and five of them we should have gotten ten for us. And they should have gotten 10. We got five of theirs and five of ours. And so we got twice as many of some products and didn't get others. And and then I had to count it a second time. That's all your responsibility. And so then it's like, well, I was planning on getting out of work early, but I had the perfect storm. Okay. Not today, but although this week has been busy. So I can... I can bike to Whole Food. I'm like you, Claire. I bike over to Whole Food. I can get $100 worth of groceries on my bicycle easily without even struggling yeah. to fill up a bag. <laughs> oh, yeah. Have you Not noticed that? Easily. Yeah, not even. Yeah. So how come they're in trouble, Whole Food? 
Well, it's a competitive market. It's a crazy world, and uh, and what is the problem there? Well, the problem is that the focus on life is making as much money as you can for the stockholders. And so Whole Foods, like everyone else, is seeking that out. And to do that, it's any business gets fairly cutthroat when there's competition. And uh, they had a great market. And at this point, there's Trader Joe's moving into town. There's... Conventional stores getting into the game, Costco, Sam's, this and that. Everybody's got organic. And um, so that's so they used to be just the- my job. That isn't my life. That's yeah. Uh, right. you know, that's <laughs> no, we're interested. When in I'm at work, it's all work, and when I'm right. at play, it's all play. See, that's, you got the kind of job where you can walk away from. Uh, Unlike anybody else at this table here, yeah. who are artists who you know are living it constantly. Well, uh, yeah. Although I have Rathborn and. Uh, uh, y'all are doing stuff that you you love to do, and uh, while I enjoy doing what I'm doing, it isn't quite my. Um, Which is know. healthy that it doesn't consume you. Yeah. Well, That's a healthy there, thing. There, there, it's uh, you know you can pick whatever side, what side you want to look at, and uh, you know it always looks better on the other side if yeah. we. Would look you at rather be a musician? Uh, I did work during jazz fest. Uh, I normally work one night a, maybe a year and I work two nights at the Sanger and and uh, well I made great money and had a great time and it was really good but it is a um, challenging tough lifestyle and uh, and it's definitely not easy but um, but if it's something that's true to your heart it's wonderful if you can make it work right sure, sure. It just sucks whenever the thing that you love the most in life is what you have to depend on your income as, and then it becomes a job, and then it's not. It's not. Mm. It, it takes the fun out of it. I mean, I walked away from dancing five years ago. I retired. I was like, I gotta go home. I need a break. You know, because it's like well, I it, get it. it it's like you work you. at an ice cream shop. I love ice cream, and then you work at an ice cream shop, and then you're like, ah, I'm over it. You yeah. know, and it's like what? <laughs> I mean, I'm not. I, I worked at an ice cream shop, and I never got over it, but. Uh, I understand. But for when sure. it becomes a business and you got to take gigs that you're like, why am I doing this? Like, yeah. I don't want this Although gig. This I, isn't ideal, what I trained for. Ideally, in life, we are doing something that we are um, that we enjoy and get pleasure out of, and we keep it where it is something that we enjoy. But I certainly get it. I mean, we can but do things. But if you take a hobby and you make it into something that you have to do. Um, if it's something that you're, it's your passion, and then all of a sudden, okay, I, I have to make money off of this. It, you almost, you, it can go the other way. You can make it to where, okay, I have to do this, and it has to happen, and it has to work. Uh, so you make it happen. It could be a challenge that you kind of, and then you kind of live up to it, or you. Well, the thing shy is, if you want to be it. successful as a dancer or as a musician, right. you have to give it everything. Yeah, right. There can't be anything left on the table. Yeah, it's pretty hard to have. Well, you can have a, like a part-time job waiting tables and stuff, but yeah, but it's difficult, isn't it? Mm-hmm. So you have well, to sort of give it. Everything. I mean, so much of life is what we uh, make of it, and if we have something happen, we can look what happened to me and why I can be like oh man this is horrible this is a life is yeah. tragic or you know we can look what at do you, what, do you mean what happened to you well I've had all sorts of things happen I've jumped off of cliffs in Wyoming and I've Ooh. jumped off of mountains and gotten up to 7,000 feet higher than when I jumped uh, in a paraglider and uh, 
He jumped off a cliff and well, ran. Was, he's a thrill start seeker. with that one. Maybe. Well, just living in Jackson Hole, everyone gets all extreme skiing, and everyone wants to do something better and and make a name for themselves, which I wasn't out to do that. I, I wasn't, but I would certainly uh, ski down stuff. And remember my first jump in Jackson Hole. I'm with a friend, and I'm just visiting, and I'm wearing a poncho, which was good for listening to Bob Marley, shall we say, <laughs> on a windy day. But uh, when he took me jumping off a jump, all of a sudden I couldn't see, you know. But it's okay. Your poncho flew up over your face as you. Yeah, it was, I mean, I was uh, looked like a, a Cajun <laughs> skier there, or whatever, a fool. But um, but you know, we've got to either laugh at ourselves because if we're not, we're maybe crying at ourselves. So uh, you know, in life, it's it's just important to stay balanced which i'm not taking yoga but maybe taking yoga and getting these clothes will get you in a better place april yeah. can help you with that that's april april does yeah, yeah. what about uh, what about the day you got shot oh, shit. the second time the second time <laughs> oh my god let's start with the first one well that? the first time i was just a kid and it was just bird shot i got shot i got hit by a car on friday and then on the saturday i got hit by bird shot but you know, you're was a kid. It, wasn't so the you, person you, driving the car that shot you as well? Well, no, that was out in Mississippi. Just some some good old boy hunter was aiming at some dove low to the ground. And whatever. That, that was nothing. He shot you. In, this is in the woods? Uh, this is out in the dove fields of Mississippi. You were wandering around the dove fields of Mississippi. and some random I was hunting also, so, you know. It's, it's you were shooting doves as well? In the past, how, how in a hungry, previous life. Yeah, how hungry would you have to be to shoot a fucking dove? Really? I don't know if it's we were like doing it for hunger. For I think it was uh, more for the killing aspect. Yeah. To kill know, a dove? That seems a strange animal to want to kill. Doesn't uh, it? It's a uh, symbol of peace. Uh, peace. Yes. <laughs> I, I understand. I remember being in Amsterdam and telling a guy about this dove hunting. And he's like, what? You're hunting dove? And, and I'm like, well, you don't understand. These guys are real religious and all, some of them. And he's like, and they call themselves religious? What? But, um, but no, well, I, I, I mean, I, I've come full circle where I right. don't even eat any meat anymore. And I love birds. I love to watch them fly. I mean, I love it this time of year when Mississippi kites are all around our city flying around. And uh, But I don't know. That's That's... That was nothing. That was and the second time you got shot was a couple of weeks ago. Well, it was a couple months ago. Months ago now, okay. But that's, time flies. It does. And I was walking my dog at 6 in the morning, as I do before work, and it's dark. And What's the dog's name? Flint. Flint. Okay. Yes, he is uh, my hero, my, my kid. Right. And uh, it was just before his second birthday, and saw somebody checking out cars looking at some go to a car go to another car go across the street and i go hey get out of here man and the guy runs and and then uh at that point we have decisions life is full of decisions yes and i uh i would say in hindsight a lot of times we have challenges and how we handle them can make the difference in everything but i wanted to make sure the person was was uh, gone and um, I he, went was, around. he was running away at this point. Well, he ran around the corner, okay. and so I went with Flint, 
And how many can, pounds is Flint? Flint is uh, he's a miniature Great Dane Weimaraner, a mini Great White. He's like eighty miniature pounds. Great, eighty pounds. He's a little yes. big dog. He's yeah. uh, <laughs> eighty yes. pounds is big. Yeah, that is. Well, he, yes. My, so he looks pretty scared. Well, I wanted a little dog, and my wife wanted a big one. So this so was the uh, rescue okay. from. So you're thinking Slido. that no one's going to be menacing you when you've got an eighty pound dog next to well, you? Well, I don't know if I was thinking. I'm not sure. Sometimes because I was just reacting. But, yeah, okay. I go around, so the, go corner around the corner. And, and For what reason? You go around well, the corner I just want to make happened. sure that this guy right. is just it, it okay. still up to no good. And for some reason, I cross the street, and I'm kind of hiding in the shadows and just looking. <laughs> and I see the guy, and I guess you gave me the okay before the show, but I, I saw him a second time. So I go, hey, get the fuck out of here. And I couldn't see. It's 6 in the morning. And uh, next thing I know, he shoots, unloads his gun, five shots at me. Wow. And, uh, Could you see that or just see the... F- I, it happened in about two seconds. And uh, wow. I didn't really... And then I'm like, I think he just... Um, in fact, I'm wearing the pants I was wearing when it happened, but I go, I look at my leg and I could see shorts, where, he, where he shot me and uh, didn't really... see it. Didn't hurt. And... Uh, I didn't hang around. I started walking back to my house and called the police as I'm walking back. And uh, and um, thinking hindsight, I don't know. I mean, it's a lot of times we don't know how we're going to react to different situations. And uh, so you got shot in the leg. Yeah, and I Is actually. It, it hit me in the leg well, right where his head is. It hit the pants. It hit a couple yeah. inches away, f- right at his head level, but my leg instead of his head. If he would have hit my dog, I, no. I don't know how I would have reacted, but um, but luckily the but dog's so okay. There were two shots in the house behind me, like at head level. Oh and, my uh, God. So he shot five shots at you. One of them hit you in the leg and the thigh, in the upper thigh. Uh, yeah, right above my knee and okay. came out the no, back no. and uh, went right through your leg. But I don't know. I mean, I was super lucky, and I was—I feel fortunate. I mean, it. Yes. You I never had was a lot of adrenaline too at the I time. Yes, I mean, I um, didn't hurt. It didn't in the, hurt in, this, in the time. And, that and then uh, I go to the hospital, and there's like 20 people in there, and the. EMT, I went in an ambulance, and he's like, well, they're probably going to rip your clothes off and blah, blah, blah. And, yeah. And sure enough, they're making sure I didn't get shot anywhere else. And and uh, and then they moved me to a low-level ICU. I guess they have high-level and low-level. Mm-hmm. And, and then it was mostly just waiting. And my mom comes in, and I'm like, yeah, Mom, I'm, I'm out. My wife called her. My wife came. And then so you go, well, you go home, and you tell your wife, Hey, honey, I've been shot. Was she at home? Well, she heard it. She, she heard me I yell guess. at the guy. She heard it. And, uh, and then the police were there probably within two minutes really quickly. Oh, that's yeah. impressive right the, there. The EMT, Take it all back. EMT yeah. was there probably within four minutes. Wow. And fire okay. truck was there pretty quickly. And uh, Are you paying for all this? Uh, Did you find out later that you paid for the cops, the police? I, I mean, the fire truck and the ambulance. I didn't know until yesterday. Uh, I've been checking my insurance, and I was checking it every day, every day, I'm like twice a day, and I'm looking, <laughs> and it was like, wow, they've only charged me $80. And then uh, yesterday, it's like, uh, finally, there's uh, two months later, there's like a, uh, I guess I'm responsible for like 
$850 of the most recent part of it. And uh, How much was the ambulance ride? I don't know if this was an ambulance ride because something was for 1800 yeah, and that's the that biggest. the ambulance. And that's that's yeah. probably the ambulance, $1,800. That sounds right. Yeah, which I'm responsible for half of it. And so that's probably the most painful part of it because I went to work the that's next more day. more painful than being shot is the bill. Well, I went to work yeah. the next day. I played in a Frisbee tournament that weekend, a high-level <laughs> ultimate tournament. And yeah. Oh, my was God. One Trooper. point yeah. away. Tough guy. A point Iron away man. from going to finals. Uh, the New Orleans team didn't quite do as well, but wow! Uh, not that this I was a star player, but I was definitely. This is ultimate frisbee. Yes. What the, do you guys know anything about ultimate frisbee? Sure. What exactly is it? It's like a, it's like a it's team kind of sport. Football, fr- soccer, and basketball yeah. combined, but non-contact. I frisbee theory. golf in college. Yeah, frisbee football. Yeah, frisbee right. football. Okay. Seven How on many, seven. Seven aside. Emily knows. And what's have you yeah. played it, Emma? I'm, I'm, I have my, with my brute strength. She's got no. a oh, no, she played frisbee golf. Frisbee tattoo. <laughs> yeah, that's my whole lower back. Yeah. I'm kidding. I don't have a lower back tattoo. You don't you have a lower back tattoo. I do not. Tommy, you work at Whole Food. How come you don't have a lot of tattoos? You're the only <laughs> I person am, uh, in Whole Food. I am. A, I'm an anomaly. <laughs> you are. Everyone's got tattoos. I thought you had to have them to work there. Uh, my wife has the tattoos. She's got. Does she work yes. at Whole Foods too? No. Well, she could. What does she, she do? You, are you stereotyping people that work at Whole Foods? Have you have ever have been in Whole Foods? No, of course. Yeah, <laughs> they've I mean, all got tattoos. I mean, I just, I just see people. I don't see the tattoos on their necks, on their faces. Everybody's got tattoos everywhere. Mine are on my inside of my lip, and I wouldn't want to show it to you because yeah, you would must be offended. Now. On the inside of your lip. I says, "Fuck you." <laughs> <laughs> do you really have one? We did have someone. No, who has he a just tattoo. showed us. It didn't. No, yeah. it doesn't. Okay. But I did know a guy who played ultimate, and he was a. And the National Guard, and that was his tattoo on the inside yeah, of his mouth. On the he's, inside like, of his he's like, you want to fight? Well, I don't need a reason to fight. I'll fight you when he'd see somebody. And he was just a good, pretty good guy. I never had issues with him, but, uh, but he wasn't afraid. Yeah. Which okay. I'm not afraid, but uh, I just figured. Apparently not. No macho no, dudes. No, not at all. Well, I mean, things happen, and we can. You're lucky you're alive is yeah. what happened. Well, I've, yeah. I've, that, but that was I've used up more than a few lives. You jumped off a cliff in Wyoming. Wow. You've been few, shot twice. Few. That's pretty impressive so far. That's you know, today know. when I got up in the morning, I live in a loft a, a bed, and I, uh, I was getting down on the ladder, and I slipped, and I, and I fell, and I, and Ooh, I brushed my... Danger zone. Yeah. It, that's you, a tough thing. If to you want to know more about it, you know, I can tell you the, the full story. <laughs> But it was it was dangerous. So you wake up, and the first thing you have to do when you wake up in the morning yeah, is go down a ladder. Down a ladder, yeah. Well, there's a million and one times in our life where, where, like, if somebody you're driving and somebody's texting or whatever, and yeah. and runs a light or whatever. We have a we have a lot of different times, and it's amazing, like skiing or whatever, that that there aren't more injuries with how. Yeah. Uh, we're just no, driving just down the I-10 on any given day. There's yeah. Yeah. Only one person has to move the steering wheel a quarter of an inch, and we're all oh, wiped it, out. It sounds it like is. you've had a very, uh, you know, adventurous kind of I, life. I you've haven't had a boring that life. Kind of thing, you know. I don't think I'll ever jump out of a plane or uh, I, no, jump I've off never a jumped cliff. out of a plane. Uh, this well, was, jump uh, off a cliff either way, or bungee jump. I, I, I had a coffee really shop a... in uh, in Idaho called Cody's Cafe, and he was. Uh, an amazing dog, but when he finally passed on, I... Hang on a second. I lost you there. Uh-oh. You had a coffee shop with a dog in it. 
Well, Cody's Cafe. This husky well, found me here, and he knew I would. Uh, he knew I would take him out west, and uh, which he I did. That. I took him to the Tetons. Dog then, had some sort of foreknowledge of where he did. Be gone. I mean, a husky in New okay. Orleans. Yeah. You don't. You shouldn't have a husky in New Orleans. That's what I think too. It's too hot. You found him. Yeah, he found he me. Found you. I came home one day and he was in my yard. Wow, that's cool. And so okay. about it took me a year, but a year later I moved to Idaho, then Wyoming, the Montana. The dog took you into it. He did was, you do it for the dog? Thinking he I should take He was a pretty good dog. boss, uh, but but did you seriously think I should take this dog and live somewhere cooler? Well, it was a good excuse. Okay. But when he died, I. The least I could do for him, I mean, I could go on, we could go on all the rest of the thing, just about stories with him. Sure. But Tell us a good he, one. I'll, t- I'll tell you one, every, I'll tell you two. One is when he died, I went to the top of Grand Targhee, which is on the Idaho side of the Tetons, but it's in Wyoming, and we took off from 11,000 feet in a tandem paraglider, oh. got up to those 17.5, circled the Grand Teton for a while, and then landed in Teton Village 20 miles away like three and a half hours later and this is you and a dead dog and well it was ashes ashes spread them over the Grand so you let him go while you were up but 17,000 I wasn't the pilot okay but nobody's ever done a tandem paragliding flight from Targhee to Teton Village but that was just a little thing I could do for him wow One so other sprinkled his ashes from 17,000 feet yes Wow. But one other quick story yes. about about Cody. And then we we'll, we got to move on. But but Not one really. time, we don't uh, have well, we, we don't have to. But we can play uh, another song. I, I would go to CC's Coffee every day back in the early tooth, early part of the millennium. Yeah. And I'd get coffee every day. I'd move back to New Orleans with Cody. It was kind of a tough decision, but uh, uh, remember one day there's a long line at CC's and I needed my coffee fix. And he didn't have a leash at that point. Big line, and I'm like, he knows what to do. I got to get my coffee, and I'm waiting in line. So you leave him outside. People getting in line behind me, these gals. And this police officer comes in, and it's like, excuse me, ladies, is this your dog? And they're like, no. Then I go, he's with me. And he looks, and I have like a Cody's Cafe shirt or mug or something. and, And he just goes... All right, I just want to make sure he's with somebody, and he moves on. He, he didn't say, get him on a leash or whatever, you know. He was well-behaved. Well, he was. He definitely was new. New. So how, long, how old was this dog? He lived, lived a long what? time. I mean, I don't know how, how old he years? was. 15, 14, 10 I, years? I, yep. I had him about 10 years. And that's the best story And he was full-grown when I got him. Oh, that's I the best got, story. As a cop well, comes in and says, is this your dog? You've got to have a better story. I mean, Come he's, on. he's ridden chairlifts, which... Oh, that's more like it. Okay. That would have been uh, a better story then. Why did you pick the cop comes in and says, is that your dog story? Well, it, CC's in New Orleans. People can Trying relate. Know where that is. Magazine Street. Yeah, Magazine it's Street. It's another Magazine Street story. Yeah. I okay. mean, we, we were right. trying to stick to the I point. I thought you had to have a bit of... Do- I mean, I thought the dog was going to save someone uh, from well, a burning uh, building. Uh, or, I mean, here's a... You know. Like, one day I had this... Uh, Natural food store in Montana, and it was just... You so you've had a coffee shop in Utah and a natural food <laughs> well, store in no, Montana? And, and that was in Idaho. Idaho, sorry. He and would only get a rest, in fact, on even years. On odd years, he wouldn't. But I'll tell you what, when you hit January 1st of uh, 96, man, he was in the clink. He, he, uh, <laughs> uh, 
But um, it was kind of a weird thing. Idaho is a crazy, crazy area. Boise is one of my favorite cities ever. I love Boise, Idaho so much. I don't think I've ever heard Neville Brothers say that. Coffee. I really There's, love it. Did it's you ever sweetest. go to Neville Coffee? You Never drink been. coffee? I yeah, I do. Neville Brothers got a coffee shop in Boise. It's different just, Neville Brothers. The people are so sweet out there. They really is that are. Right? Yeah. What were you doing there? I went to like a concert, and one of my good girlfriends, Jen Becker, lives up there, so I went to visit. Okay. And it was just—it's just, it's just such love a it. love, it's just lovely people, and it's beautiful <laughs> up there. And it's what are you doing now that you're not dancing? Um, well, and actually, we'll get I'm, one more story about Cody. And, um, I'm dancing again now because I just started a heels class for uh, ladies to kind of come and. There's two different heels class that go on in New Orleans. There's this girl, uh, Rachel, who is one of the Pelicans dancers who teaches at uh, NOLA Spaces uptown. And then um, I'm also teaching a heels class now, but it's... Heels. I wanted Heels, yeah. Heels I, is H-E-E-L-S. L-S, yes. And what does that mean? What is a heels well, I used to be a pussycat doll in Las Vegas. That was my singing gig. Um, and we do choreography. It's, it's just more sexy. It's, like, fun. More sexy than what? Than ballet or jazz or any other kind of normal are you, dance Are you class. engaged? I am. Look at the size of that engagement <laughs> ring. It's gigantic. Yeah. I'm engaged, I'm engaged to Desi Vega of Desi Vega Steakhouse. <laughs> are you really? For real? Yeah, for real. Well, congratulations. Yes, Thanks. congratulations. Thanks. So you get a lot of free steaks. Uh, yeah, and I don't even need a lot of steak. Isn't Cody likes steak, right? No. He did. In fact... I Sorry. could give him, well, uh, he did, but I if I cows. could stick some, like, filet, some prime meat in front of him, and then if I would howl, he would have to howl. He, he would put the meat down, and he had to howl, even though it even was, it like, was the, the real meat piece there. of meat. He liked to howl. Uh, well, yeah, he didn't really bark. When he was in New Orleans, he did bark 15 times a week. He was at a schedule. But Huskies are kind of talkers, aren't they? They're well, more he's a like howler, uh, not a barker. Yeah, they but, don't bark. They're more he, like But the, he did bark 15 times a week living in New Orleans. And 15 then, times a week. He had, yes. He was on a real schedule. <laughs> well, he had the mailman, the garbage man, and the newspaper. And that was all he'd bark at. Well, that's pretty standard. What about UPS? Not worried about that no, old FedEx? No, no, no. Not so okay. much for FedEx. I wish uh, we'd met this dog. He sounds like quite a character. Well, Flint, well, I, I'm sure Flint is a great guy, fact, too. Look, here's his, here's his baseball cat. There's Cody's Cafe. Okay. So you moved back to New Orleans and decided you didn't want to be in your own business. You wanted to go work at Whole Foods and unload trucks. Well, something. Seems like you could make a lot more money if you opened a coffee shop. You seem to know what you're doing. It's... Restaurants are a tough business, right. and you got to work a lot. I mean, at least I'm only working 40 hours a week, but right. if you're in a restaurant, you're yeah, lucky if you True. work 60 True. hours a week. Yeah. So, Emily, when's the wedding? Are we invited? Oh, I'm not sure. I just you're not sure? Engaged. Who would know? <laughs> I can't even think about planning a wedding right now. It's too stressful. How long have you been engaged for? Uh, a few weeks. We went. That's we, wow. recent. Yeah, we just, oh, we just got awesome. back from Italy, and he proposed to me in Venice. Wow, that's romantic. Just Venice, now, just Venice recently. Venice Huh? Where? Venice and where else? Venice in Italy, oh. in our hotel on our balcony. Well, Venice. Wow. <laughs> well, congratulations. Thanks. Were you expecting that or was it a yeah. shocking... You were. <laughs> so you weren't surprised. How long have you been dating? Uh, um, almost three years. Oh, that's a long yeah. time. I mean, he, he was like, you're not surprised? I was like, I know you. Like, you're so predictable. Well, how exciting. Yeah. It was nice. So you're here forever then. You guys aren't going anywhere. Mm, 
I mean, I'm part in Lafayette, too, because my, that's where my family is. So I try to spend right. as much time as I can in Lafayette. We could open another branch of the restaurant in Lafayette. That's what I've been, ha- I've been Good hassling idea. him to do that. And we just opened a burger place in Harahan. Uh, oh, really? What's that called? Desi same, Vegas same Prime name. Burgers. Cool. Been yeah. there, anybody? You don't eat meat now. Yeah, so. you don't eat meat. Sorry. We have salad. you're no good. Rathbone, you eat meat? I do, yeah. Okay, so you could go there. I Come could go there. All right. Yeah. yeah. Okay, we have to get out of here, though. All right. They're giving us the wind-up message. Okay, so have we covered anything that we said we were going to cover today? Um, come to my class, no. June to 8th. The, nothing, right? Nothing, <laughs> no. June 8th is your class. If you listen to this before, June 8th, 2000, what year is this? 17. 17-ish, yeah. June 8th, the heels class, which is, we don't really know what that is, well, but we can find out when we get there. So we, what is yes. it? Some sort of dance class. It's, it's, yeah, it's just dance and heels, and it's fun, and it's going to be... The, the next class I'm doing is going to be to all that jazz. It's going to be Bob, so Fossi, Bob Fossey style. Oh, so you wear yeah. heels. Yes, you wear heels. You wear while heels. You dance. Like it's very boots. sexy. You can wear boots. Or high heels. Or high heels. Okay. Yeah. So that's why it's called a heels class. Mm-hmm. I see. All right. Okay. That makes sense. You got that, Tommy? <laughs> yes. Rothbone, you got that? I got it. Heels. Okay. okay. So I'll see heels. you in your heels. Yeah. Only on the weekends. Though. So if we, we'll put a link to it on our website. And Emily's name is Emily East, which is spelled I-S-T-R-E if you're looking for it. And Rathbone's name is spelled R-A-T-H-B-O-N-E. That's it. And you can find that on Bandcamp and on SoundCloud. That's correct. Well, if you would like to go hear some music, and we have links to that on our website as well. And thank you to Claire and also to Mark Lynham for joining us as well and being singing and playing. I'm sorry we didn't get a second song in there, but it's all right. somehow we got talking about being shot and Cody and one thing or another. This guy got shot over and, here. Yeah. And Tommy Hayne has been here as well. Tommy, thanks for joining us. You can meet Tommy down at Whole Foods anytime. Go and ask for him by name. Not to be confused with Heidi Haynes. Heidi Haynes. Heidi Haynes. There's two Heidi Haynes. Let's not start that. One <laughs> of them is your sister and one of them is not. Correct. Right. We had a very confusing whole thing. And one of the Heidi Haynes has got a show called Happy Hour. That's how this whole thing started. Ah. Oh, my God, was that a confusing day. But that's a whole other story. Thank you so much for joining us. That's Happy Hour. It's all over. The show was produced today by Graham DePonte, and our associate producers are Alison Moon and April Stolf. Christian Onur is our music director, and Jean Valois is our music producer. Thomas Walsh is our technical director. And our live feed directors who made this all possible on Facebook Live. And if you didn't see it on Facebook Live, go take a look at it right now. Our Asher Griffith and Grayson Jernigan. Our theme music was written by and is currently being played by Mitch Foreman. If you'd like to be on our show and you can stay upright for about an hour while drinking alcohol, drop us a line. Our address is on our website. It's neworleans.com. We can also check out many other hours of Happy Hour that are up there, as well as some other shows we make here. Out to lunch with Peter Raschuti, live from Commander's Palace. True to the game with Chris True. Midnight Menu Plus One with Margot Moss and the man who ate New Orleans, Ray Canada, Louisiana Eats with Poppy Tooker, and the podcast about death. Death the Podcast with psychologist Dr. Arian Alphine. You can also find other great Louisiana podcasts at itsacadiana.com and itsbatonrouge.la. You can keep up with us on Facebook and on Twitter and a bunch of other time-sucking social media as well, including Instagram. On all of it, we're called It's New Orleans. You can find photos from this show on itsneworleans.com and on our Facebook page. Those photos are taken by Alison Moon. If you listen to this show on your favorite podcast app, thank you for subscribing to us. Take a moment, if you've got it, to rate and review us. That helps other people find us. Our show is recorded live today at Wayfair on Ferret Street in Uptown New Orleans. Happy Hour is a production of INO Broadcasting for itsneworleans.com. For all of us around the table here at Wayfair and back at our office in INO Broadcasting. And Andrew Duhon, who'll be back here next week. Today's his birthday, so he's got the day off. So happy birthday, Andrew. You can find out more about him at andrewduhon.com. I'm Grant Morris. Thanks so much for joining us. We'll see you back here next week on Happy Hour.